0: To the journey of a misfit with Valerie Hayes,
1: waiting for you, not going to move till you show up, because you always do.
0: Let hey, everybody. It's Valerie Hayes, and I'm super excited to be back with you this week. I hope you have had a wonderful, wonderful week. I just hope and pray that you have seen Jesus show up in mighty ways this week. I am excited because we have a special guest who will be kind of co-hosting with me. Um, if you could say a prayer for Katrina, she's out um, sick this week. So um, I have a friend, Ray Schuler, who I was able to meet just a few weeks ago at a night of worship in washington missouri and we got to talk in and i was like dude you need to come you need to do the radio show and podcast with me he's got a great story and testimony what we're going to do today is we're just going to dive in um our word that we're going to be kind of intertwining into our conversation this week is perspective so um so ray how's it going
2: it's going good uh thanks for thanks for having me sure
0: no problem so why don't you just jump in and tell us just a little bit about yourself
2: yeah, um, so I am a worship leader at a church in Washington, Missouri, and also lead a multi church uh, ministry called Watchman's Call. Um, and we host different worship and prayer nights um, throughout our community and other places. I'm just passionate about uniting the church, you know, under one banner, under the name of Jesus, Amen. to just. Uh, to be the church, you know, and and not be segmented. And so we actually have probably about five churches represented just on our team. Oh, awesome. Um, and even more than that, who, who actually come to our events. And okay. so we've just seen God show up in, in a lot of ways. And I really believe that uh, the body is, is working best when it's working together. Amen. And so that's just, uh, you know, a huge part of, of the heartbeat behind our ministry.
0: Okay, and why the name Watchman's Call, I'm curious.
2: Um, so it actually comes from Isaiah 62.6, mm-hmm. um, for I set watchmen on your walls, O Jerusalem, um, who will not keep silent day or night, um, declaring the word of the Lord. And so um, we actually launched about six or seven years ago, I would say, and that verse was just, just the theme with the idea of um, partnering worship and prayer together, yeah. you know, not our own original model. We've definitely stolen that from people who've gone before us. Right. Um, but just that idea of uh, being watchmen, um, being intercessors for our community, mm. and just um, finding out what's on the heart of God, yeah. and and just praying over that, and combining that with with worship and adoration that's to God. It's
0: beautiful. beautiful, and I and I feel like that's kind of a movement that that's been coming yeah. and. Um, what do you think that God is, is doing right now in those kind of communities?
2: Yeah. I mean, honestly, the thing that I have seen most, and we can't really take credit for it, but is just that unity mm-hmm. um, that you see. You know, I remember growing up, there was this kind of sense of, uh, of, well, you have this denomination over here and this denomination over there. And I think for... Um, for what God's doing right now I think his followers have just been realizing like that's not good enough. Mm. You know, a body doesn't work if it's in different pieces. Right. You know, it has to be together, it has to be united. Yeah. And so I would say, you know, even just I've, you know, been different parts of the country where I've just seen that that's the theme mm. of just, you know, communities coming together, yeah. you know. Baptists, Pentecostals, right. Catholics, whatever, just gathering under the name of Jesus and just yeah. saying, like, that's enough. You know, we can disagree on some certain things, um, but ultimately, at the end of the day, like, Jesus is a cornerstone. Mm. And if yeah. we build off that, you know, we're gonna see a move of God. And Amen. I think we, we already have been, yeah. so.
0: I love that, and I, and I believe that, that that is the season that he has his people in. Yeah. And it is about tearing down walls. Mm. And, you know, I've always said that, that Satan loves that we're doing a lot of great things on islands, right? You know what I mean. Like we have these little islands that we're all on, and everything that we're doing is amazing. But he's terrified if those islands all come together right. to create one huge, <laughs> massive body, right? right? And and I think he's shaking in his boots because I think he's That's ramping right. up his game as well. You know, yeah. um, it's exciting to be a part of that. And and when we, I guess it was what about two two three weeks ago that we yeah. um, ended up going to the night of worship and. Um, and that type of a, a um, atmosphere is just something that I have just been longing for and needing <laughs> in my life, and well as well. And just to kind of explain what I experienced, it was just a real um, freedom of worship. So you know, like for for those a lot of people that are listening to this program, you know, you might have grown up. I grew up in a Baptist church, singing in the choir. Where I mean, you sang the first, third, and fifth verse, and you right? stood on the fifth verse, and oh my goodness, and you tagged the end three times, and that was it. And right. if you if you if somebody said amen, everybody turned around and looked because that was really radical. Did
2: we go to the same church?
0: Maybe. <laughs> um, and so you know, I. I and again talking to other artists and just like you going to different communities and and worship leadership type things and just seeing that what god is really doing in the people that he's appointing as worship leaders is he's saying i want freedom right. i want and i want i want you to hear the holy spirit and i want the holy spirit to talk through you and to move through you and to sing through you and get off script right because you know i mean i'm you know Things like prophecy and, and um, exhortation and things like that—it was there was just never really a place for that right. within worship, and I think it's a beautiful thing, and I think chains are being broken and. Um, I know personally myself, just with my journey, I'm hearing God more clearly Mm -hmm. in those moments, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and it's, and because of that, it's easier for me to tune my ears to that station, even when I'm not in a corporate setting of worship, if that makes sense. I don't know if that's your journey as well, but but it's, it's pretty sweet. So that's awesome. (laughs) So you guys do once a month, right?
2: Um, Sometimes we yeah. okay. we try to be as regular as we can, um, but with so many people, you know, shifting schedules and stuff, yeah. it is wow. hard to do it. But um, it is something that we've tried to be more intentional about, just right hosting it regularly, because you know we we know that God shows up every time, mm-hmm. and and you can't you know sustain a movement if yeah. you're just you know, every once in a while, like, oh, whenever we can, like, yeah. you have to make it a priority. Yeah. And so we've been trying to be more intentional about that definitely over the summer and awesome. hopefully going forward. So. And I love
0: the prayer piece, too. You know, there was definitely during different songs, there was just a space that you left where there was just music playing and and you left, you know, the mic kind of there where people could come up if God was giving them a word. It was orderly, right. you know, because right. his, I mean, his word talks about worship should be orderly so it wasn't chaotic and crazy and everybody doing wild things it was just as the spirit moved people had a freedom right. to come up and give a word of encouragement to someone or pray for someone or ask if anybody's struggling with this and again i love that because we know that prayer changes right. lives <laughs> for sure and um and that's one of our great worship and prayer are two of our greatest weapons that right. we use against the scheme of the enemy. So, um, so tell us a little bit about you, um, just your journey. This show's called the journey of a misfit. You're a total misfit. I can tell just from the time (laughs) we've spent together. (laughs) So, um, tell me a little bit about your journey.
2: Right. Misfit. Um, yeah. So, um, so like I was saying earlier, I grew up in what seems like a very similar, uh, setting to you. Um, you know, very, uh, reserved kind of, do these hymns, do the first, second, and the fourth verse, and and all that sort of stuff. And, um, you know, I never really knew any more than that. You know, that was just my experience growing up. And um, I was lucky enough that, you know, God uh, gave me a passion for music. And so as I got older, um, in my teenage years, I was, um, you know, interested in, like, joining the... Uh, I think we called it the praise team. Yeah. Uh, and and so God opened up a door for that to happen. And really, back then, it wasn't really so much about, you know, uh, worship or, or adoration. It was more just like, well, like I'm passionate about music and mm-hmm. I go to church, so this is a way that I can use the gifts mm-hmm. that God has given me. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until quite a few years later um, where I was going through like a real low point in my life just struggling with depression and, and a lot of anger and stuff. And and I actually um, went to this conference and it was definitely something outside of my comfort zone. Um, it was put on by um, the International House of Prayer. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so I had no idea about, you know, what they were about or anything yeah. really. Um, I had just, you know, been taught most of my life growing up like, oh well, those are the weird people who right, speak in right, tongues right. and you know who get loud and all this and yeah. and so it was definitely something out of my comfort zone, um, but there was just I believe just God made a way for for it to work out where where I ended up going and uh, for the first time. In my life, I felt like God speaking to me, Mm. and I would have told you before that that I knew a lot about God. Mm -hmm. You know, I could recite tons of Bible verses, and you know, good with apologetics and all that sort of stuff. Um, And I just feel like in that moment, like all my my own theology was kind of undone because here, here's God. Yeah you know, the creator of everything, and he's speaking to me, and it was literally just a gentle, simple, Mm. hey, I know that you're struggling with depression and anger and bitterness, and I want to take that from you, if you'll just say yes, and I said yes, not knowing what to expect, and just felt it instantly be ripped out of me. and I was just weeping, and I was never someone who had like wept over the Lord before, and I'm just like, what just happened? you know I had no my my mind could not comprehend like yeah. no, this isn't possible, you know, um and then the next day at the conference was actually the first time that I felt the Holy Spirit, and uh I just had the joy of the Lord and just couldn't stop laughing, wow. like I just got filled with the Holy Spirit, and mm-hmm. I was like okay, like God's doing what something, right? Yeah, and yeah. so um, it just led me to to go deeper with God, you wow. know, and it it was something that when I was growing up, I thought I had kind of figured God out, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, I know all about God. Right. And in that moment, it was like, I don't know if I know anything about God. And I'm going to
0: tell you something right now. You still don't know everything <laughs> right, about right. God. right? <laughs> because I, just to make a connection with you too, I think that when growing up with the backgrounds that we have and a lot of our listeners have you know where god is in a very neat little box he's very easy for us to digest but when you encounter the presence of god that changes your perspective our (laughs) word is perspective and that's that's a major shift right because you realize whoa what just happened and that's the thing that i read about in the like i read about that in scripture and I guess in my mind, I just figured that doesn't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. But why wouldn't it? Right. Why would the God of Scripture, who was who was talking through animals and who was, <laughs> you know, making bushes burn? You know, I, I mean, there's so many things that He's done throughout the history that we have access to. Why wouldn't He want to do those things now? Right. You know. Um. But we're so our minds have been so clouded and closed. But I be- I believe He's beginning to pull the veil back right yeah um, with people who are going there and asking because this word talks over and over again if you don't understand ask if you don't know seek you know and I think so if you do that if you get a taste taste and (laughs) see you know and you're like whoa I want more of that (laughs) and holy moly I didn't know you like this is and all of a sudden you're back in preschool
2: right you know
0: you're like I thought I had my doctorate, but uh, clearly I'm, I'm three again, right. uh, as far as my knowledge goes. And and it's cool because we just keep moving closer to him. He doesn't change, he's, he's the same. That's he's right. always been the same. But we're beginning to get an understanding of him like we've never had before. And if you have not experienced that, those of you that are listening, I just, gosh, I just want to challenge you to get to that place, get quiet. You know, for me, it comes a lot through worship music. It comes a lot through prayer time. You know, I don't know. For some people, it's going out into the woods. For some people, it's studying his word, just figure out where it is that you encounter him the most. Where do you feel like, okay, God, I think you're, I think you're with me, you know, and then just go there. Just keep asking him for more. He is so generous and he wants to pour more on you. Right. You know, like he really, really does want, he doesn't want to withhold from you, but he's only going to give you what he knows you can handle. Because if he were to give us all of him in one setting, like, I don't know that we would be able to function. Right. <laughs> we, I, Hey, we might be like, I don't know, Paul <laughs> and go change yeah. the world. Yeah. Um, so he's, you know, he's gentle in the way that he reveals yeah. himself to us, but, but he's also always looking for people who are right. ready, you know, and he's going to pour his spirit out. So, right. so talking about perspective, how, how did that, I mean, you've kind of touched on that a little bit, that your perspective really changed. How did that change your worship?
2: Um, You know, Um, when when
0: you got, when you taste it a little bit. I would
2: say that it started it, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Because before, you know, like I was saying, it was, you know, just about the music and, you know, about serving, which, which is an act of worship, you know, but really it was the idea, um, you know, the Bible talks, uh, the worshipers who worship in spirit and in Mm -hmm. truth. Um, I think a lot of us can worship in truth just by saying who God is yes. and and by serving and it and, right yeah. but worshiping in spirit yeah. is you know it's your whole being yeah. you know just declaring who God is yes. and so yeah it uh it changed everything um I would say that I was pretty um you know growing up in the environment that was more reserved like I definitely fit in to that mold and then once uh you know, once I encountered the Holy Spirit for real, it it changed everything. You know, I was not even a person who would like, raise their hands or move Mm, or anything i didn't even necessarily want to like stand during worship um but there was just a freedom that came um you know a a freedom to worship him you know whatever like god was doing you know kind of like david did right yeah his
0: wife was critical of him he's like you know what i will become even more undignified (laughs) than this because again when you have encountered the living god and his presence it does change you right and you are like how i i want that all the time i want that all the time yeah. and, it, and it becomes to me it becomes more of a communion you know what i mean yeah. it's more of this like it's relational it's it's a given it's a take you know what i mean it's like a dance i always say yeah. like when i feel like when when i worship in spirit and truth it's it's like this 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 dance where like I mean, obviously God is the lead, but there are times where I'm pouring out and I'm grateful and I'm thanking him and I'm overwhelmed by his goodness. And it's almost like, I, and then he gives it back to me and it's just this ongoing yeah. back and forth. And there are times where my I, my, I'm, my hands are up and my face is out and I'm like, and then there are times where I'm on my knees because yeah. the reality of who I'm worshiping comes to me and but then in the next instant the reality of he's my father (laughs) and you know like he he just wants to hold me you know and and so it's this balance of of the reverence for who he is but then also that reality that he wants to be as close to you as a little baby you know what I mean like he's that approachable. But yet he's that reverent. Yeah. Like, it's just crazy. <laughs> but but as you experience it and do it and, and have those encounters, you you, you get it. So right. so tell me about um, any particular songs that, um, and I know you brought a couple, you prepared a yeah. couple today that, that have really just meant a lot in your walk. Okay. Talk to me about that.
2: Um, one uh, recently, actually uh, I led this at, at church on Sunday, um, is a song uh, from Bethel Church, um, To Our God. Mm-hmm. Um and it just ties in with that theme of unity. You know, the chorus says, to our God we lift up one voice, mm. to our God we lift up one song, um, singing hallelujah. And just uh, that idea that you know, coming together in unity, lifting up one voice, one song yeah. as the body, um, man, that's so powerful You know, mm-hmm. when, when we get a hold of that, when we realize that there is something powerful about coming together for corporate worship. Obviously, that doesn't negate the need for your own spiritual development and, and time alone As with well. God where you're worshiping, Absolutely. but there is something, something shifts when we come together mm-hmm. and we worship God. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that song has just really been, you know, for a long time, uh, just something that's, I think, been a theme, you yeah. know.
0: You know i heard an analogy just um just yesterday actually about how um the military you know and sometimes um scripture talks about you know the army and the battle mm-hmm. and all that kind of thing and we are in a battle and we are soldiers and um in and the analogy was that, like, military people tend to, when they're on their own and they're isolated or they're hanging out or whatever, they tend to not get along. Mm. They tend to, you know, bicker. They're, they're not whatever. But when they're thrown into the battlefield, it becomes a brotherhood. Right. And there's so much strength. And they will take up for each other and that kind of thing. And that's kind of how I look at church, right? I look at the gathering, the corporate gathering is like the armies coming together to, like, you know, encourage each other, build each other up, um, strengthen each other to then go out to the battlefield, right. you know, to, to like, it's almost like we're, we're, we're meeting with our, with our military leader, you know what I mean? With, right. with whatever that is, I'm not a military person, <laughs> whatever that top dog is, right. in the mili- but that's, you know, for us, that's God, you know, mm-hmm. we're meeting with the leader for, our, he's given us our, our, our orders. Um, and, and we're like brouhaha on each other, and then we're, <laughs> right. we're going out and doing that. So do you have a song you want to share with us today?
2: Yeah, um, so the first song um, that I prepared is a song called Psalm 139. Okay. Obviously, it's taken from Psalm 139, um, and that's another one that has just been really powerful for me, just the idea of, of the closeness of God, okay. of uh, um knowing that god's never going to abandon us that that no matter where we go that god's always there and he's always chasing us down with his mercy and his his love and um, yeah it's it it's definitely a song that i would say for a while was like an anthem of our ministry okay. that just everywhere we went we felt like this was on the heartbeat of god to just wow. to just sing this that that people need to hear this so yeah.
1: Every little part of me and you still love me delighting in mercy who is a God like you you know every little part of me and you still love me delighting in mercy who is a God like you Chase me down with your goodness, Lord Chase me down with your mercy, Lord Chase me down with your goodness, Lord Your mercy, Lord Your goodness, Lord You know every little part of me and you still love me delighting in mercy oh who is a god like you you know every little part of me and you still love me delighting in mercy who is a god like you No matter if I go to the top of the mountain no matter if I go to the bottom of Sheol no matter if I go anywhere you are there you are there you know every little part of me and you still love me delighting in mercy who is a God like you you know every little part of me and You still love me, delighting in mercy. Now, who is a God like You? Who? Oh. Yeah, You know my inside, You know my outside. I'm insecure. I'm filled with pride. I'm so ashamed, yeah, I'm so righteous. Tell me you can't love somebody like this. Only the one true God above, filled with mercy, defied by love. Better than any of Shakespeare's sonnets. Nothing can separate me from it. Grace is enough, you paid it all. Your grace is enough, you paid it all. Your grace is enough, you paid it all. No matter, no matter, no matter, no matter who you are. Grace is enough, you paid it all. Your grace is enough, you paid it all. Your grace is enough, you paid it all. all. No matter, no matter, no matter, no matter who you are You know every little part of me And you still love me Delighting in mercy Who is a god like you? You know every little part of me. And you still love me, delighting in mercy. Who is a god like you?
0: Love that. Now who you said, who is that by that Um, originally?
2: So the original artist is uh, Khalid McKinley. And we actually adapted it from uh, a reggae song. It's uh, it's pretty awesome. I think he's based out of the uh, Pasadena House of Prayer. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's on the uh, Worthy of It All album. They released a, a few years back and heard the song, loved the message, was like, well, I don't know if we can really pull off the the whole reggae vibe as as great as he can. Um, so let's tweak it a little because yeah. the message was just so powerful. Yeah, like so, it. Yeah,
0: that was a good song. So something I was thinking of, you know, a lot of a lot of people in our community, like you were sharing earlier about, you know, struggling with depression, you know, anxiety, things like that. And we talk a lot on this program just about how. Um, life can be tough you know life can be hard it's there's a lot lot going on in this world that's just not pleasant how do we keep as christians how do we as followers of jesus how do we stay in that joy you know and and it's hard and 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 what i'm learning is that with the the old the old way of of doing relationship with jesus is just not enough (laughs) you know um and this this newness of relationship is really um you know, when, when when hard times come and pressure's on and things happen, when we get into the presence of God, it really does change our perspective. Right. And I always say, you know, like, even there are times when even when I'm worshiping and I just begin to sing, you know, the atmosphere is changing, the atmosphere is changing, everything's fading away, everything's fading away, because everything that I brought into that space just disappears in His presence, right. you know, and it's a beautiful <laughs> thing. And it leads me to one of my favorite scriptures um, is out of 2 Corinthians, Um, 4 16 through 18 it says therefore we do not lose heart though outwardly we are wasting away yet inwardly we are being renewed day Mm -hmm. by day for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all so we fix our eyes not on what is seen but what is unseen? For what is seen is temporary and what is unseen is eternal. And again, that's that mm. perspective shift that yeah. you were talking about, you know? Um, it's hard sometimes to see God in things when you're in it right Um, i cannot tell of one time in my life though when i've gotten through something that i haven't looked back and seen him (laughs) completely covering the whole thing yeah so be encouraged guys that even in in this moment if you are in one of those places if you are in the valley that god is there you might not sense him you might not hear him but he has not taken his eye off of you and he has a plan and i always say it's a good one you know, his plan is always good. It might not always be our plan. It might not always be the way that we do it. But in the end, it always is better. And, you know, um, some of you have a track record with God, so you can pull on that. Some of you are just beginning your walk with him. Trust me when I say you will have this amazing resume <laughs> of things that God has done and 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 moments um, where he has shown himself to you. So um, so anyway, be encouraged. That. And also, I, I just think about, in um, I believe it's in Isaiah, um, there's a scripture that talks about, you know, that God's thoughts are so much higher than mm, our thoughts. Yeah. His ways are so much higher. So when we think we understand what he might be doing, it's so beyond what we can possibly comprehend. And right. his ways are not, they don't always make sense. You know, again, right. he, he told Joshua, walk around seven times <laughs> and then scream. Like, that makes no sense. You know, in our carnal minds, but it was exactly what he. You know, and sometimes it's about it's strictly just about obedience. You know. Right. Um, So, what else you got for us today?
2: Um, You have
0: another song you'd like to share?
2: Yeah, sure. Um, So the next song, scripture, whichever you
1: know, go. Yeah.
2: well, yeah, let me, let me share this scripture first, and sure. then we'll do my second song. But just on the topic of perspective, um, just as I was thinking about it, um, just uh, the verse in Luke 12 came to mind. It's a, Luke 12, um, verse 48. Um, it's coming out of Jesus telling a parable of, of um, some servants. Um, it but it says but he who did not know yet committed things deserving of stripes shall be beaten with few for everyone to whom much is given from him much more will be required Mm -hmm. and to whom much has been committed of him they will ask the more and that's just you know god doesn't give us revelation just so we can hold on to it God gives us revelation because he, He's calling us deeper, yes. and you know that's what what happened to me. And, and when I encountered God, it wasn't just so we could say, like, "All right, you're free. Like, keep doing what you've been doing." He was calling me to something higher. You know, like you said, His His ways are higher than our ways. He wants our ways to come up to His ways, our thoughts to come up to His thoughts, and so every bit of revelation that we have is is heightening our perspective it's drawing it closer to god's and for that we're accountable Mm -hmm. and you know the more we see the deeper we go the more accountable we are and that can be a scary thought but it should also be a really exciting one yeah yeah to know that there's always more that god's always calling us deeper
0: Well, and I think that that has to be part of your decision. You count the cost.
2: Right. You know,
0: I mean, I know people who will say, you know what, I'm good with just, I'm good with the salvation package. I don't need (laughs) the upgrades. Right. I'm I'm good with it because they, you count the cost. You make a decision to say, if God, I want to go deeper. And if you want to go deeper, then like you said more is going to be expected of you, you know, um, and, 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 and really you're going to be held to a different standard in heaven and on earth, you know what I mean? So count the cost, but let me tell you, it's worth it. Why wouldn't you want that? Because this life is so short. Eternity is so long. And I was just reading this week that, you know, that there will be a judgment and we will, we will, um, be rewarded for what we did. Right. And we will answer for what we didn't do. Right. You know what I mean. And so for me, I want the one side to be a little bit bigger right, <laughs> than the <yeah>. other side. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't, I don't yeah. want to get. I don't want to get there and say, okay, so what I got was it, isn't it? Right. Like I get to be here, but that's it. Yeah. And there's I missed out on. You know. Right. So um, count the cost. But know that it's worth it. Right. It's worth it. So, Ray, this was an amazing conversation. Um, I'm excited. You're going to be joining us for Faith Fest on That's September right. 29th. Yeah. Your crew's coming out. They're going yep. to do some worship. So, again, guys, come and check that out. Faith Fest, September 29th at Die Kragler Park in Wright City. And, um, guys, just remember that Jesus is nuts about you. <laughs> and um, don't ever doubt his love for you because he's crazy about you. He is absolutely crazy about you. Ray, I'd like, I would love for you to just. Um, Close us out with a song if you wouldn't mind.
2: Sure. I'd love to. All
0: right.
1: You unravel me with a melody. You surround me with a song of deliverance from my enemies. I'm no longer a slave to fear, yes I am a child of God, from my mother's womb you have chosen me, I am a child of God and I'm no longer safe to fear yes I am a child of God the sea so I could walk right through it my fears were drowned in perfect love you rescued me so I could stand and sing I am a child of God Yeah.